You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. you have any traditions in your house, things you have to watch around Thanksgiving, maybe oh, Thanksgiving night or the night, night before? Tomorrow night. I, I look, I've been looking forward to it uh, for 363 days now. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Always watch it the night before Thanksgiving. Somebody classified that as a Christmas movie. No. That, no, that's Thanksgiving movie. It's like the only Thanksgiving movie. Charlie Brown, uh, Thanksgiving is tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, Channel 10, if you watch that. Okay. It's kind of like one of your lesser Charlie Brown specials. Right, though. Yeah. But then they launch right into Christmas Friday. This Friday, Frosty the Snowman is on. Okay. Then you go next Tuesday. Tuesday, Rudolph is on. Charlie Brown Christmas is Thursday, December the 6th. If oh, you're they're looking not for holding back. Usually they wait a couple of weeks. I know. They just jump right into it. And here's the thing, though. On Saturday, if you're looking for something to watch on Saturday... Robbie the Reindeer, Hooves of Fire. Hooves of fire. fire. Yeah, I had never heard of this before. <laughs> but apparently, we found the trailer. This holiday season, hold on to your antlers for an epic voyage of discovery. Danger. BBC Video brings you Hugh Grant. I will not sleep until I have destroyed Robbie. Britney Spears. That's a job! Jim Belushi. Now this is more like me. Jerry Stiller. No, no, no! Brad Garrett. There's a bit of an uproar. And Ben Stiller as Robbie the Ranger. Who's a Fire, now available on DVD. I've never heard of it. That's real? That's real. Oh my That's a God. real BBC special. And you know what's funny is they said BBC video, and again, you can get it on DVD. So it's one of those things. I mean, look at the lineup. God bless you, Grant, but you've got Britney Spears, Jim Belushi, yeah. uh, Brad Garrett. But Ben Stiller's in there. It's a, he's an A-lister. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And his dad is cool. But the rest of it. Are you saying they, they, they went to the bargain bin casting? Yes, Robbie the Reindeer, Hoops of Fire. That's the one where Saturday CBS went, ah, we got nothing. Hey, throw that hooks of fire thing in there, would you? <laughs> Back to your big question. A curling team in Canada got kicked out of a tournament for one reason. What reason would that be, Lonnie of Rescue, part of the uh, New Country family? What do you think? Because he was drunk. The whole team was drunk. Yes. Those curlers know how to party. They do. Curling is nothing more than bowling on ice with more yelling. <laughs> Brooms and brews. That's pretty much. Yeah. 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 A guy named Ryan Fry, who was a gold medalist for Canada in 2014, was on this team, and it was a competition that could lead to qualifying for the Olympics. And they were so drunk, they were breaking brooms, <laughs> they were throwing stuff, and then, then they said, you guys are out. So, thank you. And yet it's an Olympic sport. It's a party before the event. Before the event? Here's a picture of this guy right here. His, this is in uh, the last Olympics in 2000, whatever it was, that they uh -huh. had curling. Was that 14? It was 2020. Yeah, yeah. So they're up again this year? Uh -huh. we miss it? Uh, nonetheless, this guy, his wife was a gold medalist for Canada. He is watching her, and look what it is. This is 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock oh, oh, in the morning. The, the, the guy with two beers. This, 9 a.m. famous picture, yeah. yeah. 9 a.m. in Korea. Yes. Not, and that's not his first two. That was number three and number four. <laughs> Got between the dart story yesterday and this today. We pursued the wrong sports growing <laughs> exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> when they run to feed the hungry, that is Thanksgiving morning. I used to look at it like um, you go out to get three mile or in, and then the rest of the day you're, you're eating guilt free. Yeah. Now, now I just eat guilt free. <laughs> you just don't care. <laughs> but the thing is, uh, it's been kind of in jeopardy because of the air quality, although tomorrow it's supposed to rain all day long and rain on and off on Thursday. So hopefully 
that gets rid of a lot of the bad air, and they're able to pull that off because uh, it, there's all, so much planning that goes into that. There's like 25,000 runners. Yes, and it's such a cool event. I mean, there are dogs, there are kids, there are serious runners, there are strollers. You know, it, it is packed. The streets of East Sac get very, very crowded to the point where you've got a lot of those old trees with roots. I mean, big roots. They should call the Bell Brothers. Uh, they're up on the sidewalk, and it's easy to kind of trip and, and lose your balance. But other than that, no, you're in the middle street. It's a great event. You've run it. I've run it. Yep. Um, and then another great running event in Sacramento, the California National Marathon, is coming up in a couple of weeks. And because of all the smoke, this is like critical kind yeah. of training time the for... The Folsom Turkey Trot, too. For, for runners. And one of the cool things, here's another example of, like, the community all kind of coming together. Uh, the last... Because the fire broke out, what, November 8th? Yes. And that, for a lot of people training for marathons, you've got to do your long run like that weekend if you're on certain training programs. Anyway, the air quality has been so bad that uh, California Family Fitness, they even even if you're not a member, if you're training for the California International Marathon, they opened up their gyms and you could use their, their running machines for the last couple of weeks for free. You that's just have awesome. To, you just have to show proof that you're they're running in the marathon, which I think is just, that, that's just what, a really you're cool registered or How about, I, I was thinking about it. No, 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 no. You'd have to, you'd have to show like your registration. You get like a little registration receipt or whatever. Okay. Yeah, you'd have to print that out and, and bring it in. Other than, other than that, you're good. Yeah. And, and run to feed the hungry is well, more why my would speed. Anybody go use a running machine unless they had to. I don't know. It's indoors. Use your brain, Mister. It's in, use your brain. Indoors, it's out of the bad air. It's it's some other place Again, to go. Why would somebody use a running machine if they don't have to? Well, that's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> New Country 105.1. Patty Tom's Hot Nashville Minute. With the success of his sophomore album, Experiment, Kane Brown finds himself on the top of two charts this week. The album was released November 9th, debuted at number one on the Billboard Top Country Albums chart, and also number one on the all-genre Billboard 200 albums chart. Uh, the singer is the third country artist this year to hit number one on the Billboard 200 chart following Carrie Underwood and Jason Aldean. Additionally, Kane is the only male country artist in 24 years to debut at the top of the Billboard all-genre chart with a sophomore release. Last one to do it. Anybody? Anybody? Tim McGraw. Happy birthday to Dirks Bentley. He turns 43 today. Thomas Red announced his 2019 tour dates. Nothing close to us yet, but it only goes through early October. More dates to be added soon. His opening act will be his dad, Red Akins, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And last week, when the Brothers Osborne won the CMA for Best Duo, they said... Um, I thought this was going to go to Dan and Shay. Make some noise for those boys. They're so incredible. They've had an amazing year. Turns out, not only did they not expect to win, John Osborne says they would have loved to have seen Dan and Shay win because, A, they're good people, and, B, they sing a whole lot better than we do. <laughs> if you support golf and guitars and the Morton Golf Foundation, you support things like this. Ken Morton Jr. found out the Paradise High School golf team lost everything in the campfire, including their homes. So he reached out with an offer to replace their golf clubs, uniforms, and gear just to try to help them find a sense of, you know, a small sense of normalcy in all of this. And yesterday, uh, Ken met with the assistant golf coach, a guy named Steve Sukonin, and his uh, uh, son Chase at Hagen Oaks. And we had a chance to talk with Steve and Chase about their story of escaping the fire. It's pretty incredible. November 8th, I mean, it woke up and it was just a normal day. And I was due to have my windshield replaced on my company car. 
and just happened to look outside and I saw the smoke at about 7.15 in the morning and uh, quickly went onto the website and looked and it was about a 10 acre fire down in the canyon. Didn't think much of it and so my son Chase left at that point to go to school around 7.30. Just kind of peeked outside again and noticed there was quite a bit more smoke and so I looked online again, noticed how the fire had grown to about a thousand acres and that's where I noticed also too they were starting to evacuate paradise. My son came home from school, grabbed my other son who's three and my wife and so we got in the car and left. It was about five and a half hours of driving and only traveling about three and a half miles to where day turned to night. The traffic was horrible. Obviously. How did you stay calm? Chase, did he stay calm? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my thought was just keep scanning the area to where if we saw flame and it was going to basically, if I was going to burn over the top of the car, to where we'd get out at the last second and just find shelter somewhere, an open area. I packed some clothes and grabbed that, we grabbed our dog, had my son go in and grab his valuables, and he'll let you know what he grabbed. Um, I grabbed my PlayStation, so <laughs> that's about it. All of our family made it out safely. Um, we do know some people that or lost their lives, and we feel fortunate. The stuff we can replace. We were shocked by the fact that here we are in Roseville, an hour and a half away from Paradise, and even staying at the hotel, we walked in the second night, and there was just a huge mountain of clothing and supplies and everything else have been donated has just been amazing to see that you know that loving human spirit is alive and well Thank and you. how soon are you going to go back to playing Fortnite? uh tonight <laughs> thanks you guys so much hey, thank you a lot of ways to help campfire evacuees i'm sure if you just look around in your community there's probably something going on we know of a couple of things that we wanted to pass along one is jim denny's the uh burger institution at 15 is it 15th and h it is uh it's 12th 12th, okay, 12th, 12th and H. Anyway, you know where it is. Yes, you can find it. Uh, basically, they're dedicating tomorrow to campfire evacuees. With proof of Butte County residency, evacuees will get free breakfast there tomorrow from 7 in the morning until 2. And then in the afternoon, starting at 3, they're doing turkey dinners for evacuees. Man, you can live there tomorrow. Absolutely. And, and they do need volunteers to help serve the turkey dinners. That's the one thing they're looking for tomorrow. Yes. I'm going. Uh, are you going to go? Yeah. Are you? Even if it's like downpouring rain, because they're going to need help. So. And they are going to have tents. They're going to take care of it. Um, you know, And they acknowledge that their location is its not the easiest to kind of navigate. It's but a challenge time, to park around there. Yes. They are going to be prepared tomorrow for the inclement weather. And if you're interested in volunteering... We've got information posted on our Facebook page. There's a phone number that you can uh, reach out and uh, offer up a, an hour. Or two. In the city of Lincoln, on Thanksgiving Day, they are hosting evacuees from 2 to 7 at McBean Pavilion, which is at McBean Park, which is a tremendous baseball field there, by the way. I think that's where William Jessup plays their home games. And they're also offering transportation. So if you know some evacuees who can't get there or they need help, they will come get you. They will take you. And hopefully, oh, that's great. they say a lot of their hope is that, that, that these people that have been displaced connect with people in Lincoln. Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.